Tonight, uh, we are going to look into a uh, that is uh, very challenging, um, actually, actually very well known, uh, but uh, but can be a difficult one, uh, and uh, but but it's also um, very important uh, and and needed. Uh, so uh, uh, I hope that as we as we read this and discuss it uh, tonight that, um, that, that maybe that'll begin the process of this verse being a, a reality in your life. I want it to be a reality in mine. Yes. I want it to be a reality in yours. I yes. want it to be a reality uh, in our children's lives and, and, and certainly uh, want it to be a reality in your life uh, as well. But before we get into that, uh, let's open up in prayer. Uh, there certainly is um, plenty to pray about. Uh, so it's a good thing to start in prayer and, and live in prayer. Yes, it is. Yes. You, yes. you want to open us? Sure. Yep. Lord, we thank you for this night. Father, we thank you for this time together. Lord, just speak to our hearts and change our lives tonight, Jesus. We thank you that you will just bring revelation to us, that you will bring conviction to us, or that you will just um, speak to us through your powerful word, which is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. Yes. And so, Lord, just come do a work in us tonight. Cut off, cut off things that need to be cut off, uh, mend things that need to be mended, and just open the eyes of our hearts that we can hear you and know you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, this uh, verse that we want to focus in on tonight, um, like I said, very, very popular, uh, probably well known. You, you probably know it, uh, memorized it. You may not know where it's found, um, but after tonight, uh, you, you will. It is, uh, it's Psalm 118, uh, verse 24. It says this, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day the Lord has made. Uh, I will rejoice and be glad uh, in it. Uh, popular, um, easy, to, easy to quote and to, and to thro throw out there and to encourage others with. Uh, but, uh, but when you really start to break it down and, and look at this and, and think about this, um, can be challenging uh, for us to uh, every day that the Lord has made to rejoice and every day that the Lord has made uh, to be glad. Yes. Uh, for us to, to pray this and genuinely desire it and then for it to be a reality in our lives, mm -hmm. for us to live uh, this out where, where every day we are praying, we are declaring, this is the day the Lord has made and on this day and in this day, I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. We'll be glad in the day uh, that the Lord uh, has made. Now, now I know that this, this verse uh, speaks more than just to an individual day. I know it speaks to the day uh, that we have come into uh, because of everything that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has done, uh, the day of salvation uh, the day of God's patience, the day that we live in right now where everyone who calls in the name of the Lord uh, shall uh, be saved. And because we live in that day, we do rejoice uh, and are glad. Uh, but, but I think that you can certainly apply this uh, now that all that Jesus has done to, to bring us into this day of salvation. Certainly this applies to every day of our lives, living every day remembering that this is the Lord's day. Yes. I'm the Lord's child. I will rejoice 
I will be glad in it. Um, but uh, even though we know that, it still is challenging because not every day is sunshiny. That's right. And, yeah. and there are days when storms come or the yeah. enemy attacks or, or something unexpected happens mm -hmm. and, and it can be hard to rejoice and to be glad yeah. in every day. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts? Well, um, first thought, and this was not even thinking I had in my notes, but as I was thinking, as you were talking, I was just thinking about this. You have to choose joy. Yeah. You have to choose it. And um, before we were getting ready to do Bible study tonight, um, you know, our family's kind of going through a, a crisis with my dad being in the hospital and just being not sure, you know, what's the outcome of that's going to be and just standing in faith and, mm -hmm. you know, just, just that. And so in getting ready for the Bible study, I was like, I don't even want to, I don't want you, you just do the Bible study and I'll sit here and just, answer, you know, support in, yeah. in that. I don't have anything. I don't have anything to add. And so I got a call from my pastor mm -hmm. and he was going through um, cancer treatments and has just been um, hammered with physical um, things that the enemy has brought against him. And his whole conversation with me was filled with joy. Yeah, It was filled with joy. Yes. And Amen. I was like, I got something. The God, God's got something for me. I'm not going to let the enemy silence my voice because I'm choosing joy. And so his encouragement just made me like, I'm going to choose joy. Yes. And I'm going to talk about joy tonight. Amen. And my name is Joy, and I'm not <laughs> joyful um, all the time. <laughs> and I think my parents named me Joy, so it would remind me, hey, you need to choose uh, joy instead of all the other emotions. So I feel like the Lord's just doing a fruit check tonight. He's doing a Holy Spirit um, fruit check, the fruits of the Spirit, because one of the fruits of the Spirit is Joy. joy. Yes. Um, so I was going to talk about the, the difference between happiness and joy. So happiness comes and goes. You know, mm -hmm. um, back last year, the kids were so excited they wanted to get a dog. And, you know, I went through this whole process of finding the perfect dog. And, and we had this whole big old trip where we went and we took them and, you know, it was such a surprise. And they were so happy. We got the dog. It was so happy. I was so happy. It was That's just fun. a... It was a fun moment. It was happy, happy, happy. And then we get the dog home, and mm, those feelings come and go. I still <laughs> love the dog, but we're not as the same happy, happy, you know, when we got him. And sometimes I've not been very happy with him, you know. So happiness is just a yeah. feeling. You know, it comes and it goes. But joy is a state of being. Yes. And only really comes through the Holy Spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can give you joy. And it comes from knowing the truth about God and His promises for us. So it's a state of being. And so I wanted to take you to Philippians 4. And Paul wrote the book of Philippians during his fourth time in prison. Okay? Fourth time. Yes. Fourth time in prison. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I was reading history-wise. No, but yeah. it, and it was his fourth time in prison. He writes the book of Philippians. And I want to tell you tonight that the word joy or rejoice is used 16 times in the book of Philippians. Mm. So here's Paul that's in prison word, for the fourth time. Because it's just a little book. It's just a little it's book. Like four chapters. That's right. And he 
uh, mentions the word joy or rejoice 16 times in the book of Philippians. And I also was reading about the book of Philippians. Paul was excited about writing this letter to the, to the church in Philippi because it wasn't a crisis situation. It wasn't um, something that he was trying to correct like Galatians and Colossians. Mm-hmm. Okay, So in, in Philippians, he wrote to express his appreciation and the affection for the Philippian believers. So he had a joy for them because this church had jo- a joy for each other. Yes. And so he wrote about joy and um, his affection for these people is clear throughout the letter as he encouraged them to live out their faith in joy and in unity. And so he was writing to the church of Philippi, but as I opened it up and as I was reading it myself, the joy of the Lord just was, was like Paul was just speaking to me. And write in the letter, write to me, you know. And so I'm going to read to you in Philippians 4, 4 through 9. So just stay with me on these verses. Read them with me. Take some notes. And I'm going to give you Paul's secrets to joy. Okay? Paul's secrets to joy. So if you've ever wondered, how can I have joy when I shouldn't have joy? Paul has given us a few secrets, and I'm going to share them with you. Philippians 4, 4 through 9 says this. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'm going to say it again. Rejoice. I think Paul really wanted us to get that. Yes. Not just one time. Keep on rejoicing. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Yes, he is. Do not be Mm. anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition. Have you ever felt like you were petitioning God? I've been petitioning God lately. I've been petitioning. And this is, I will, I will quote this verse. I'm like, Lord, I am petitioning you. I am praying to you. And then with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And here's what he promises. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, Mm. will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right. He starts meddling with your thinking. Paul does, and the Holy Spirit does. Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. Yes. Here we are seeing Paul in prison, and he's full of joy. Put that into practice. What prison are you in right now? What uh, situation are you going through right now? What um, has the enemy come against you right now? You put that, put this into practice right now. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And then he ends that p- part of the scripture with, and the peace of God will be with you. Yes. I don't know about you, but I need some peace of God. I don't want to live without it. And this is the promises of of God right here. And I think one of the main um, lessons that Paul had learned about joy is found um, just a few more verses down, and it's Philippians 4, 12 through 13. And this is how I know that he knew what true joy was. Because he said, I know what it is to be in need, Mm -hmm. and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in yes. any and every, every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And this is it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes, amen. Mm. Lesson learned. Hallelujah. Mm. Paul had it. 
and he's teaching it to us right now. So let me give you the secrets, okay? If you got a pen or, or paper, write it down or pick up your note um, on, your, on your phone. But I'm going to give you the secrets to joy from Paul, all right? I want to get these. I want to get them down into my heart, and I want to I do them. The first one is, the first secret of joy is don't stop rejoicing. That's good. Don't stop. Even when you feel like you've rejoiced, all you can rejoice. Even when you feel like you, you don't even want to rejoice, don't stop rejoicing. Because right. when you feel like you have rejoiced, all you can rejoice. Paul said what? Rejoice. The Bible says what? Do it again. So don't stop rejoicing. Hmm. All right. The second thing we need, the secret, secret, secret um, for joy is to remember that the Lord is near. Yes, amen. When we remember that God Praise is near, then how can we not have joy? God is everything that we need. Yes. He is all sufficient. He is everything that we need. He is our peace. He is our provision. He is our security. He is our safety. He is our shield. He is our fortress. He is our rock. Man, I could just go on and on yeah. and on. When God is near, Praise the Lord. Yeah. then you can rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Yes. All right. So the second one is remember the Lord is near. The third one is do not be anxious. Do not be anxious. Anxiety, worry, doubt, depression, all of that are joy killers. Anxiety will take your joy in a, in a split second. <laughs> you start letting anxious anxiety and anxious thoughts um, rule in your heart and mind, then your joy is going to leave. So do not even get anxious. And God's given us the tools to be able to get rid of that anxiety. And it is to pray about everything yes. with thanksgiving. Amen. Pray about everything so with thanksgiving. And here's another secret to joy. The fourth, I think I'm on four. Let the peace of God guard your heart and your mind. Those anxious thoughts come. You've got to set up a guard in your heart and your mind, and you've got to let peace be that guard. Yes. Sometimes when I'm praying for people, I just kind of see that guard, like peace is a guard, you know, like you, like you have in front of a castle or, a, or in front of a gate, you know, that the, they've set up the guard, yeah. you know, and, and peace is standing there and say, you shall not pass anxiety, you shall not pass worry, you yes. shall not pass depression, you shall not pass doubt. Let peace be a guard over your heart and your mind. Yes. Amen. And the, the mm -hmm. fifth thing is to get your thoughts right. Those thoughts start, start coming in against your peace guard. Say, uh-uh, I'm not going to think that. I'm going to think about what is pure and what is lovely and what is admirable and what is noble and what is right and anything excellent and praiseworthy. Think about such, th such things. Yes. You know, we think and we think and we think and, we th and those thoughts can, be can become so high and exalted above Jesus Christ. Well, we've got to take those thoughts captive. Lord. This is secrets to joy. Yes. The sixth one is be content. Whatever situation you find yourself in, whether in hunger or thirst or need or want or rich or poor, whatever situation, be content. And then the last one is to remember this, that the strength, your strength, comes from the Lord. That you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Yes. And that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8.10 says this, Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord 
is your strength. Yes. That's when Paul said, I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me Amen. because I've rejoiced in the Lord. And again, I've rejoiced and his joy is my strength and I can do all things. That's right. So we cannot let the enemy steal our joy. That's right. Amen. Amen. Um, as, as you're, as you're uh, preaching there, I just had some uh, thoughts. Um, what do you think? Can we, can we not only do all things through Christ who strengthens us, but can we also endure all things Absolutely. through Christ who strengthens yes. us? Yes. And as you were talking about the peace guard, uh, you said let. That just kind of hit me, that we, that we need to let peace. It's almost like sometimes we can, we can resist it. Right. Like want to hold on to our worry. Right. And our anxiety yeah. and, and our yeah. fear and, and not want peace for some mm -hmm. reason, which seems strange, mm -hmm. but. It's almost to, like you take that peace guard and you, and you say, go, you go over here, peace guard. I don't want you guarding my heart, my mind. Yeah. Come on, anxious, anxiety, doubt, worry. I want to and think then, on these things. And then they yeah. guard our heart and mind and it just comes in like a flood, just comes in yeah. and it can take over your whole being. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so let go of the worry and the anxiety and and let the peace come. God wants to bring right. peace. Let let the peace come uh, and uh and and remember not only can you do all things through Christ, but you can endure. That's right. And face all things through Christ. And Paul yes. knew that better than That's right. Cuz his grace is sufficient. He knew that better than anybody. That's yeah. right. His grace is sufficient. Yeah. Yes. Praise the Lord four, four times in prison. <laughs> I hadn't done my first yet. He's he's uh, he's writing about rejoicing and joy on his on his fourth uh, mm. time. Yeah. So uh, so you know from these lessons from Scripture, you know, we start to see uh, that it that it is possible uh, for Psalm 118:24 to be a reality in our lives that that we can in the day that the Lord has made in this day. Uh, that the Lord has made, we can rejoice yes. and be glad right. in it. Yes. And we need to rejoice uh, and be glad uh, in in the day. Uh, and, right. uh, and I think those two are, are connected, that rejoicing and that gladness. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems to me like if, if we're going to be, if we're going to live in gladness, uh, that, uh, that we're going to have to also be rejoicing. That there's going to have to be that rejoice, and again I say yes, uh, rejoice yes. if we're going to if we're going to be in uh, gladness. Uh, those two those two uh, rejoicing and gladness are are found together in another place uh, in Scripture um, that I wanted to share with you. Uh, it's it's Matthew five uh, uh, where Jesus goes through uh, the Beatitudes. Uh, um, you're probably pretty familiar with it, but let me just let me just read it to you. Uh, and, and we see in here uh, rejoicing and gladness show up uh, in a strange place. Jesus says something and uh, that, that it seems like if you were in that, there wouldn't be rejoicing and gladness, but then he talks about rejoicing and gladness there. Uh, Beatitudes, Matthew 5, uh, the wonderful Sermon on the Mount, verse 1. Now, when he, Jesus, saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them, saying, verse 3, blessed are the poor uh, in spirit. That, that word blessed, um, you could translate that 
uh, happiness or, or gladness. I think gladness or joyfulness or blessedness are, are kind of better than happiness because like you pointed out, happiness can have with it like a, a happening. Right. Uh, dependent on right. other things yeah. in order for it to right. to take place. Like yeah. if the if the dog's being good, then we're happy. Yeah. If he's <laughs> chewing up, you know, your favorite pair of shoes, then you're not <laughs> not so happy. Yeah. Right. Uh, so so he says, blessed are the poor in spirit. And uh, and if you look up uh, syn- synonyms for glad or or gladness, you'll find blessing, uh, blessed, blessedness mm. uh, in there. Uh, so you know, I think you could say here, blessed or glad uh, are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I, I think that's such an important thing to remember right there, that, that for us uh, who, who don't trust in ourselves, but have trusted uh, in Jesus, uh, that he is our source and our provider, that we, that we say, I can do all things, not mm-hmm. through Jason mm-hmm. uh, or, or through anyone else or anything else or through money or whatever, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me or endure all things through Christ who strengthens me, that, that ours is the kingdom of heaven. Right. That ours is the, yes. is the kingdom of God, that, that someday everything's going to be set straight, everything's going to be made right, and we are going to be rewarded beyond anything that we can ever understand mm-hmm. or imagine. Blessed, glad are those who's, who are poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of, of heaven. Uh, verse 4, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. That if, uh, that if, that if you mourn, uh, there is a, a gladness that can come to you because you know that you will be comforted. And then verse 5, this is such an important one here. It says, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Uh, meek, you know, in our, in our day and time and in our culture has gotten such a bad rap. It's like, it means like, you know, weakness. Mm. You know, like let people push you mm. over. But, but that's not what it means uh, here in Scripture. And that's not what it means from a biblical point of view. Moses in Numbers 12 was called uh, the, the meekest man on earth and he was not weak right. and not at all a pushover. Right. He, was yeah. a, he was a wise, uh, powerful leader, but, but he was humble. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, uh, and so, so meek here, um, I just jotted down a quick definition that, uh, that, uh, that came to my mind uh, is humble. Uh, it's patient. It's, it's faith-filled mm. and faithful, always trusting in God. So, wow. so, so the meek who, who are humble, uh, who are, are gentle. I know, uh, I was just reading, yeah. it says rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. And it says, let your gentleness be, be evident, evident to, to all. all. Yeah. yeah, I think that could fit there, uh-huh. meek and gentle. You yeah. could probably interchange those, right. those words uh, right there. You know, you know faith, faithful and faith-filled uh, and, and patient and always trusting God, it says that they who, who are like that, uh, that they'll be glad, mm. that, they'll be, that they'll be blessed, that they'll live in gladness, and, and that they will inherit uh, the earth. That, that can be kind of hard to understand um, if you think about you know, how in the world are, are the meat going to inherit uh, the earth. But, but again, uh, if, you, if you understand the end of Revelation, um, 
we will, who are meek and humble and have trusted God, we will inherit the new heavens uh, and the new earth. Mm -hmm. And that is a, you know, if ever you get down about the things you're going through, go and read about the things that you're headed to that, that are going to be yours, that you will uh, inherit. So, so you can take there not only, uh, you know, inheriting the earth, but your whole inheritance that you have uh, in Christ that will come to you uh, because uh, you are meek. Uh, and, and I just want to hang out here for just a moment because I think it's so important to us uh, rejoicing in the Lord every day uh, and, and, in, and being glad uh, every day that the Lord has made. So important to that is our trusting in God, mm -hmm. is, is our living by faith in God and, and wholeheartedly trusting uh, in Him. Um, so just let me read to you the end of Romans 11. And just remind you of who our God is. Uh, this is how Paul ends Romans 11, right before he goes into you know, the wonderful Romans 12. Verse 33 says this, Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable His judgments, His past beyond tracing out. Just, you know, just remember the awesomeness of God and, and his, the awesomeness and, and the depth and the riches of His wisdom and His knowledge and, and His purposes and His plans. And know that, know that every day, the day that the Lord has made, it, when, when you think about this day is the day the Lord has made, then you, then you think, then God's moving in this day. Right. He's working in this day. Yeah. He's working His purposes and His desires and, and His plans and, and, and His wisdom and knowledge and, and past and judgments are beyond our ability to, to search them out or, or trace them or, or comprehend them. So, so what do we do? We, we trust Him. We trust Him every day. Know that He's working. And, uh, and you know, Romans eight twenty eight just came to my mind. Know, to not only know that He's working, mm -hmm. but to know every day that He's working for the good of those who love That's Him right. and have been called according yes. to His purpose. Yes. His, uh, verse 34, who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been His counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay Him? Verse 36, you know this one. For from Him and through Him mm -hmm. and to Him are all things. To Him be the glory forever. Yes. Amen. Amen. When, when we get our, when, when we remember that, that everything is from God, that every good thing I have is from God, and that everything is through Him, and that everything is, is to Him, for Him, to Him all things be to Him be glory forever. When, when we get our focus back on that, in, in the day that we're in, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a good day or a, or a bad day, we rejoice right. and are glad because it's not really about us anyway. That's right. It's about Him and His glory right. and yes. His honor. I think this fits so much to, to, to the meek, to the humble, to the trusting in God. You know, a couple of years ago, I, I did a study in Proverbs on wisdom and and I just went through there and and found what I thought were the the seven pillars of wisdom and one of them is is humility mm -hmm. uh, you know according to what I searched out there mm -hmm. you see humility all in proverbs right. 
um, and, and the wise are humble. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I wrote down definitions for each of the seven. I won't tell you all of them, but the definition that I wrote for humility is, is an all-consuming passion for the glory of God. And, and this is how this ends right here. It's to Him be the glory forever. Amen. It, you know, it's not me be glorified or exalted. It's not about me. It's, 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 it's from Him. It's through Him. Yeah. It's to Him are all things. To Him be the glory. The meek, I think, babe, mm-hmm. have, a, have an all-consuming passion for God's glory and God's honor. I think that we see this in Moses, who was considered the meekest man, mm-hmm. and and we so need this in our own lives yes. as well. Yes. And uh, and if we are uh, humble and meek and trusting in God and living for His glory and honor, then uh, then uh, then Psalm 118 can be a reality mm-hmm. for us. Uh, we can declare, "This is the day yes. the Lord has made. It's His day. I'm His man. I will rejoice." and be glad in it. Now, yes. let me go back to Matthew here and, and finish reading uh, the, wonderful, the wonderful Beatitudes. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Uh, you know, a, a connection between rejoicing and gladness and a desire uh, to live a life uh, that, is, that is in right standing before God and, and that He is honored and exalted and pleased with. And... Uh, and if we hunger for that, we hunger for righteousness, mm-hmm. we'll find it mm-hmm. and we'll be filled. Uh, blessed or, or, or glad or happy are the merciful, for they will be shown uh, mercy. You know, so, uh, so be merciful and, uh, and you'll reap what you sow. Uh, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Mm. Mm. What a promise. Glad are the pure in heart because they're going to see God. They're going to see God in every day. They're going to see God in every storm. They're going to see Him in every circumstance. They're going to see Him in every good thing and, and, and every bad thing. Blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So see, see here again, we have the inheritance of the kingdom of heaven, the coming of the, of the kingdom of heaven, and, and that the kingdom of God uh, is, is for us. And, and here it says, it's interesting, isn't it? Glad are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. Mm-hmm. So it says persecution and blessed and happy and glad all in the same, all in the same uh, word there. So, so even if we're persecuted and going through difficult things uh, because of righteousness we are glad for theirs is the kingdom of heaven then verse 11 blessed are you (laughs) verse 12 says this rejoice and be glad there Mm -hmm. see that connection between psalm 118 and here in matthew uh, jesus says rejoice and be glad Uh, this is the day the lord has made I will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Mm. We we, we may have tough days. Uh, Certainly there's just going to be good ones. And uh, 
but certainly there's going to be some tough ones. And there's going to be sunshiny days and there's going to be stormy ones. Days where everything goes good and, and days where it doesn't. Uh, days where there's victory and, and, and days where there seems to just be defeat. And, and days where there's trouble and hardship. You, you, you know. But every day is the day the Lord has made. The day that we are to rejoice and be glad in Him. To rejoice and be glad in that day. And the reason why we can is because great is our reward in heaven. And, and great is our God. And, you know, it just seems like we ought to add in here, He's really good at turning the bad around for good. That's right. And, and turning the things that the enemy yes. does for harm and, and working them out That's for right. our good. He's, we've got a great reward. We've got a great God. Mm-hmm. He's good and he's working all things together yes. for our good. Yes. Now, uh, as, as I said before, you know, in, in Psalm 118, actually is speaking of the day of salvation that Jesus has made, that this day that we live in is the day of salvation. And, and there's no way that you can every day rejoice and be glad if every day isn't the day that the Lord has made, isn't the day that you have given to God, that you have trusted Him with. If you haven't uh, found salvation in your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then, then you're not going to rejoice and be glad in every day. Uh, but, but you can today make Jesus the Lord of your life uh, because we still live, I don't know when, that's going to end. Mm. Nobody does. Mm. But we know right now it's right. still the day of salvation. And, and what that means is that we live in the day where everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be yes. saved. Everyone means you, no matter, no matter what you may think about yourself or, or how far you may have drifted from God or, or what terrible things you may have done. It doesn't, it doesn't matter Everyone who calls in the name of the Lord shall be yes. saved. Amen. This, is, this is what Jesus has done. This is what God has done. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day of salvation. This is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it because today you can make Jesus yes. your Savior, your Lord, your God, and your King. Now, isn't, isn't it actually uh, Psalm 118 that says that the Lord is my strength and my song, and He has become my salvation. Mm. Wow. Uh, Make the Lord your salvation tonight, and also make Him your strength, and also make Him your song. And and you will, you will every day, I think, rejoice and be glad in it. Yes. Pray with me and invite Jesus into your life to be your Lord and Savior. Mm. Let's pray together. Uh, Lord Jesus, I believe that today is the day of salvation. And right now, I call out to you and I ask you to save me. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to change me. Come, Jesus, and be my strength. Come and be my song. Come and be my Savior. Come and be my Lord. Come and be my forever passion. I give you my life. I give you my heart. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hey, God bless you. Uh, this is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. You got anything? To rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. rejoice. Hey, right. uh, uh, Sunday, um, we're going to have church. We're all going to come together as the people of God. Uh, it's so important to fellowship and, uh, and to encourage and to connect. Um, and that'll help you to, to uh, every day rejoice. That's right. Uh, and every there's day be glad. There's, there's great joy in that. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so if you can come be with us, do it. Um, if you can't, uh, go to church and be together with the people of God wherever you are. God bless.